0: You can kick it off, as always. (coughs)
1: Well, that's a horrible horrible
0: beginning. You've got coronavirus.
1: (laughs) Bruh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know if you ever need to invest in corona, like the beer, now's the time. Because (laughs) their stocks are so low because of the coronavirus. Dude,
0: do you think so? You know how it's like branded the the scientific term is COVID-19. Yeah. Do you think corona like had someone at gunpoint is like, you gotta call this something else? It's like our stock is fucked right now.
1: COVID, whatever, just don't do corona anymore. Call it the Heineken! Yeah. Call it the Heineken! <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to the next episode of the Low Block Podcast, <laughs> straight from the bunker. <laughs> um, I'm so
0: I can't focus. Oh boy. Alright,
1: basketball. Yeah, basketball. <laughs> um it's been an interesting week. Um I'm Tyler. I'm Josh. Um this has been a week under turmoil from
0: the Heineken disease. Yeah, the Heineken disease. We're branding it that now. Uh-huh. Um, boy, it's been a weird week. Yeah, I think it was like I think we knew it was going to happen, but I, I didn't think it it would happen at the same time. Yeah, like it, it's been it's been a horrible season. There's just been a lot of a lot of crap, and now there is no season.
1: Now the season's been it's postponed and it's suspended. Said, indefinitely. Yes. yeah, yeah. He,
0: he did come out I think yesterday and says it's he, foolish to he say that it's, Adam it's, Silver. It's,
1: Let's, Adam Super. Let, let's break this down. He, the boy, <clears throat> sorry boy. On th- Wednesday or Thursday, mm-hmm. I was about to start to about to start work, and I check on my phone, and I see the games about to start between OKC and the Jazz in Oklahoma City, and I see oh, someone from the OKC staff has run out onto the floor to talk to officials, and then all the players were heading back to the locker rooms, and it was announced then that the the game would be cancelled.
0: Yeah. Um. It was a very weird side because I've never seen I've <clears> never before.
1: seen a doctor run onto the field to stop a game before it yeah, starts.
0: And I've, I've never seen players just walk back to the locker room yep. right before the game starts. Um,
1: it then got announced that someone on either side or one of the, one of the players was contracted the coronavirus. Um, yes. And then it came out that it was Big Rudy.
0: Rudy Gobert, a foolish man. Boy, he has a meme this week. Yeah. So he, he was the first... Player announced to to have have got the coronavirus mm-hmm. or COVID nineteen or the honey Tested virus, positive. whatever you want to call the honey. it. So unfortunately, he's tested positive. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. he's doing well. Um, he will be okay. He, he's he's a fit person. Yeah. he's he's healthy. He'll, be okay. he'll go
1: into isolation with the best medical staff he can buy. Yeah,
0: absolutely. <laughs> Um, the only thing which did not work in his favor were his antics on camera and in the locker room. Mm -hmm. So as you've probably seen, you've seen the video where he was mocking it and touching all the microphones after the press conference, Mm -hmm. just joking about it. That's not a smart move. No. Considering the league is actively trying to avoid an outbreak. Yeah. And then the other thing which you've, you've likely heard is he was apparently mocking it and and playing around with teammates against their will. So Donovan Mitchell has been one of the advocates which has been all for like, stay safe, stay hygienic, and just take care of yourself and family. Don't let this spread. He's he's been a good advocate for that. Rudy's been the opposite. He's been mocking it this entire time. And apparently everything I've read, I think Woe's dropped a thing as well yesterday saying how teammates were were quite frustrated even before this, mm-hmm. saying that he just didn't care. He'd go up, touch everything unnecessary, touch other players, and they were trying to be cautious about it. So, unfortunately, this has all... Everything I've read, it's now the team is kind of sided against Rudy because not the fact that he's caught and and potentially spread it. We don't know who had it first, mm-hmm. but it's his antics and his his lack of caring and, yeah. and compassion everyone that's caught it before him yeah and it, it's given him a really really bad look right yep. before he could potentially be supermaxed. Mm-hmm. um and i know that i do want to get into what the actual virus and, and what the nba is i won't just talk about rudy and his supermax deal but it has greatly affected him negatively negatively um, as all these antics and his personality beforehand have, have been very very bad it's been the a prime example of how not to approach this
1: last week where there was an issue with the refs about not getting calls. Do you hear him saying, Oh, next time I'll take justice into my own hands.
0: Oh boy Did you not hear oh, that? Oh I did not was, hear that It was
1: someone who was, It was against the Raptors And OG like hit him with an elbow yep. And it was like The refs didn't call it Like they clearly saw him elbow me And I shoved him back Next time I'll take the justice Into my own hands And then he gets the oh corona boy. And spreads it He is Like obviously It wasn't intentional No yep. one's saying that Rudy Gobert intentionally did it But it's just like You say that And then it happens Like it's it's Like it was written
0: Defensive player of History could not like, stop like, the shut coronavirus entirely. Of that,
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> coronavirus
0: got to the basket. Oh boy, it's just it's been a mess for him, and I, I do appreciate him coming out with that apology, um, saying what he did. I think it was perfect. Mm-hmm. Saying that I, I'm an example of how not to go about this. Um, he feels embarrassed, which is exactly how I would feel. Yeah, Taylor hey, should feel. Um, and mm. I, he, he definitely, he, he is a mature person. Mm-hmm. It's just a shame that all those antics have now cited against him yep. in the worst way possible. Yep. Um, so now Donovan Mitchell now has tested positive for it, yep. unfortunately. Um, everyone in that staff, the team, the franchise has been tested. Yep. Um, so only two of them have it at the moment. So I'm sure they're doing they're, everything. They're two star players. Yeah, they're two star players, unfortunately. But they'll be quarantined yep. um, and, and they'll get the best treatment they can. But like I said Woe's dropped a thing so there's friction in that team now there's, there've been reports of players being frustrated so that's kind of a shit show at the moment yep um, but what's worse than that is, is is the
1: league is suspended for the moment <clears throat> or the season sorry which is smart
0: the right thing to do
1: absolutely the right thing <clears throat> to do there's no point risking other players fans other workers at the arena let's just Adam Silver made 100% the right call and he made it yes. real quickly Yes. season is postponed yeah it's suspended. Just there's just nothing more, <clears throat> nothing yeah. more to
0: it because it's it's purely for the fact you don't want to spread it to the wrong people. Absolutely. Because um, if if you're unaware of what it is, it, it it is kind of like an extreme flu. If if you're very young, if you have a weak immune system, or you're old, that's when it's gonna hit you very very hard.
1: That's when it's dangerous. Yeah. So it's, that's it's not dangerous for for Rudy Don, they'll be fine. And and even you know most I want to say not like twenties, right? Yeah. If, if you're yeah. healthy, like we'll be fine. If we we'll get be fine, it. yeah. yeah. But it's more if we were to spread it to our loved ones
0: that's the who thing. aren't as healthy. Yeah. And I think that's why people were frustrated <laughs> because that's the concern is mm-hmm. if I don't, this spreads very, very easily, especially mm-hmm. within that first few days of getting it. Mm-hmm. You don't want to spread that to the wrong person. You mm-hmm. don't want to spread that to a family member, a loved one, a friend, anyone like that. So that's the the real big concern. So I do, it, Adam Silver made one hundred percent the right decision, a very quick decision. Mm-hmm. Um, I, w- I'm, I was very happy to see every game after that OKC game was was cancelled postponed, yeah, and that's exactly what should happen. I don't know when they'll they'll take it up. Adam Silver did say it'll be at least thirty days yep. at least. So I think that's a good period to get things under control.
1: Honestly, just cancel the season.
0: Yeah, it's I I can see arguments for and against it. I think. At this point, it may be easier to just cancel because you've got everything else in the way. Like, it's not as simple as just saying, let's just have the playoffs at a later later date. Like, it's not that easy. Like, these schedules are done very stringent with every single possibility in mind. So to just say, well, we'll just start out at this date, it doesn't mean anything. Like you've got the yeah. NFL season coming in. Baseball season, I'm pretty sure, has just been postponed. postponed. Yeah, but that's got to pick up at some <clears throat> point.
1: March Madness has been stopped.
0: Postponed. Yeah. Thank, thank God for that as well, because they don't even get paid for that. No, they don't. Um, so it, it's very hard because you've got these television deals now. Um, a lot of them have apparently the chance to get like 30% back on their deals, which mm-hmm. are worth billions. So it, it's it's not a simple decision just to say, let's let's pick it mm-hmm. up. But financially, I understand it may be the right decision to figure out how to make this work.
1: I, I have full faith in Adam Silver, how he's handled 100%. this. Because he came out yesterday and said, now that the NBA has been postponed, I want to use this platform. And the NBA being postponed to get across the seriousness of yes. this and how easy it is to spread it. <clears throat> and he came out of that real quickly. Yes. And I, I have full faith that Adam Silver will work it out and make the best decision for everyone involved.
0: Hundred percent. Like I, we were talking in our group chat yesterday, mm. and we all agree he is the best commissioner in sports. Yeah, like it's not, even close. not even close. We are very, very, very lucky to have him as a commissioner. Mm-hmm. And I, I'll take like a, a, a quick, you know, thirty seconds per minute just to, I just want to give him praise because Absolutely. he. Th- this season's been rough. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we had the China controversy with the Maury tweet. He handled that perfectly. I don't care what anyone says. He handled that perfectly. He can't just come out and say, fuck China. You yep. can't do that because that's a billion dollar part of that business you need. Yep. So he handled it perfectly. He stood by the fans. He stood by the players. He stood by America for that matter, which he came out and said. And no one got punished for that. Yep. Um. And he, he understands that he still needs to rebuild that that bond with China again.
1: That connection. But he he toned it down so much and was yes. able to control that yep. aggression.
0: So that was handled Perfectly, professionally, compassionately. It's just it couldn't have been handled better. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole thing with with David Stern and and Kobe Bryant's tragic passing. Yep, hit out of nowhere. Um, he did with, a lot of a with lot David of,
1: Stern being his mentor, and he worked yep. under David Stern, and then Kobe Bryant being the face of the league for ten years. Yeah. Do you remember? Do
0: you remember when Adam Silver's first year at the draft? I think he got booed.
1: I actually don't remember this because I think that I made mean, the. What year was that? Because that may have been The brief period Where I stopped Watching basketball
0: It may have been Around that time Because Adam Adam Silver Hasn't been the commissioner For a very long time No it's relatively short If you think Um, about
1: How David Stern Was like 20-30 years Yeah
0: because David Stern Was the commissioner For the longest time And everyone got used to him Love him or hate him He made a lot of great ones A lot of a lot, a lot of great changes. He made Some
1: questionable ones. Big decisions. He was yes. never scared to make a big decision, which he's obviously passed on to David uh, Adam Silver here.
0: Absolutely, yeah. He he made the big and, and for the most part right decisions mm-hmm. that that benefited the he's, league. The players, he's the players. reason
1: why the league is what it is today. Absolutely, with its international players, with its push for bigger sponsorships, yes. just going bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. The league wouldn't be what it is without him
0: because. Everything you're seeing now, this is what David Stern has built. This yep. isn't Adam Silver. No. This is David Stern's doing. His
1: plans that would take years and years yes. to come into motion, he set out. Is- yes.
0: So th- there was a good good little tribute to him with the, with the band on, on the shoulder piece of mm-hmm. the jerseys. Kobe's passing, they they did the All-Star format differently. They did yep. the the KB24 or whatever it was, the patch on the Lakers jersey. Just quick, subtle things like that, which were perfect. It mm-hmm. wasn't too drastic. I don't yep. think it needed to be too drastic. But it was just being able to acknowledge that and and let players have a day off and and let players do that tribute at the start of the game, the the 8-second and 24-second shot clock violation. He he allows players to express themselves and grieving periods and uh, anything they need to be able to get over that because he knows this is a league for the players and he was an idol for the league. Mm -hmm. So he absolutely handled that perfectly and and now this, the the affirmative action to just suspend the season. he's just His quick thinking... And he just does everything perfectly, and I'm just impressed. Yeah, I'm absolutely. Just very, very. I just feel very lucky to have
1: him as a commissioner. Very grateful.
0: Yes, very grateful. Um, don't want to stay on that too long. Yeah, yeah. No, don't don't want to stay it too long. It, it's it's a bit of a it's a bit of a bummer. Mm-hmm. I may not
1: know how much we have to talk about in the coming weeks. <sighs> next week is the boy episode. Everyone, yes. get your boy lists ready. <laughs> we're getting. We've got. We're going to get two lists each. This is two just lists, a preview yeah. for next week. Um, we're going to have current boys. Which are boys that are currently in the league and then previous boys. Boys that yeah, are now no longer in the league. For yes. example, two of my boys, I'm just going to get out there. One boy for me is Lonzo. Lonzo Ball. I oh, was absolutely boy. Of the a boy. New Orleans Pelicans. He's a boy boy. Yeah. And then a previous boy of mine was Monte Ellis.
0: Did we ever explain what a boy was?
1: Like no, Just briefly. No. Okay. Like, real briefly. Briefly is the concept of a boy is a play you've always appreciated, always have a fondness for, always liked, but they're never, never great, never super good. Yes the way I think about it is if you were to walk up to someone on the street and you started talking about basketball and they asked you who your favourite player was and if you were scared to tell them because you think they might laugh, that's a boy. Yes. If you walked up to someone and said, yeah, Jordan Clarkson's my favourite player... See that—that's a boy. That's, that's a boy. Exactly <laughs> because it. just the thought of someone saying Jordan Clarkson yeah. is my favorite player in the league—you expect someone to say LeBron
0: James, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving—but mm-hmm. you don't ex- expect someone to say Jordan Clarkson, Courtney Lee.
1: Yeah, Courtney Lee's my boy. Yeah. I love Courtney Lee. Right? Back when the Magic and the face mask. Yeah, it's there's some, and if they get too good, they they leave Boy Island. So they get a passport out. Yeah, we
0: won't. We won't. Talk about too much, but for example, Brandon Ingram is no longer a boy,
1: his own stuff. Yeah. So, so good. Get your lists ready. Yes, I'm excited. Week. I'm excited, it's, man. It's been coming, it's been coming a while. Yes. Um, but yeah, our topics for the next couple of weeks might be up and down we might what i think we might want to do is like review older series together like we'll both or maybe even just like live like we'll both watch a game
0: yes some Perhaps. ideas actually watching a live game would be nice mm-hmm. um something i'm <laughs> live game <laughs> yeah would be pre-recorded but yeah. whatever um something i'm excited to do as well so we got the boy we got the boy podcast we mm-hmm. got the the previous boy podcast i want to do power rankings at some point yep. um i i would like to do more of a fantasy draft episode where we just, every player's on the board, every every current player, mm-hmm. and we, we'll take turns drafting and, and
1: we'll talk about who has the better
0: team. Yep. Because, um, you know, on paper, it's very, very cool to debate those kind
1: of things. Yep. Um, some stuff you never get to, never actually get to find out, but you just shoot the shit. Stuff we, we everyone shit, does right. as basketball fans. Yeah. Whether you admit it or not, you do this with your mates. Absolutely. You, you get down, you get a burrito, get some <laughs> drinks. <and laughs> get it. some gay on. Do you, remember,
0: do you remember, we, we went to GYG. It's a burrito place in our city. Um, I think it was in the morning and then we, this is the morning of the Paul George trade, I believe. Yeah. And then we were talking about what is happening with Westbrook. Was that Avcon? That was, that was the year. The, the that convention. was the morning
1: of Avcon. Yeah, morning yeah, of Avcon. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. So we were in the city, we were getting a burrito. We, we had like water and drink and drinks, whatever. And <laughs> he was,
1: sat there for way too long. Because it was interesting. Like it's
0: that so came out of nowhere, the Paul yeah. George trade. And it was like, what the fuck yep. happened? And then that's when we started talking about Westbrook. I was like, Westbrook is obviously not going to stay. Yeah. And we were theorizing places he would go. I'm not sure if any of us predicted. We didn't think that
1: flipped that much for him. No. But that that, that Paul George thing reminded me of, do you remember when you crashed at mine uh, one weekend, we beat like the Scott Pilgrim video game and we woke up to the news that the Boston Celtics had gotten Kevin Garnett... And Ray Allen. No, no,
0: no, that that wasn't that. That was before, that was the the morning we woke up. It was the morning my team, the Lakers, got Dwight Howard and Steve Nash. Was that it? That was it.
1: There was another morning we woke up to the Celtics Maybe. news. Oh, we played Army of Two. Two. That was a horrible. <laughs> <fucking> <laughs> what game. was it the first Army of Two? I don't know, but either of them. It were was horrible. one of those we stay. we like, oh, we're going to beat it all in one night. I'm like, wow, this sucks. We went to sleep and woke up. I remember waking up at like six in the morning and I'm like, I can't get back to sleep. I'm going to check my phone. And I woke you up to tell you, yeah. and you're like, "That's fucked," and you went back to sleep. <laughs> and fun. then we we're like, "That's fucked," and we just went back to sleep because <laughs> we went to sleep like three a.m. I probably don't remember it because I probably tried to erase like every
0: memory of Army of Two. So I just now it's like <laughs> so
1: you have no memory of the Boston Celtics.
0: I have not the Boston Celtics. What are they? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> But we, we just have a lot of nights like that where we'd play Castle Crashers, Army of Two and Scott Pilgrim. And we'd always
1: wake up. There'd be like some weird basketball The years.
0: Heat. The Heat are real. <laughs>
1: like wake up defining. No, I don't remember how we found out about the Heat, but that's... I
0: can't remember, but man, those nights were crazy because that was before like Twitter was a thing.
1: Yeah, this was we wake up and we go on NBA.com. Yeah,
0: yeah. That, that was how we got our news, really. over 10 years articles. ago. This would have been
1: 15 years... Uh, I th- over 13, 15... 13 to 15 years ago.
0: Yeah, around that. Fuck, we're oh, old. Okay. Yeah. We're getting old. Um, Those were the good days, though. So,
1: we've... Uh, topics for the next couple of weeks might be a bit...
0: they will be more structured. There'll be, like, a single point to them. Yeah. Because there's not going to be... We don't have games to talk about. It's we don't have games. events.
1: We don't have moments throughout the week yeah. to talk about. But...
0: But the amidst of, of, of what's happened in, in the league this week, I, an interesting point that someone's made is if the, the season does come back up, you know, at a later date, they've managed mm-hmm. to figure it out.
1: KD might be coming back. I, was t- just... I said that in the, in the group chat. Oh, you did? Yep, I, I, I said that in the group chat, um, which leads into the first topic that I was talking about of the Brooklyn experiment. But I wanted to talk about. Oh, cool. Let's I wrote, talk about Brooklyn. I wrote this down before the coronavirus stuff happened. Yeah, and we've we we haven't talked about Brooklyn much, but on podcasts, but in the group chats, we have. Oh, we go off. on We've been ones. trying <laughs> to stay away from it to save it for this, but we just can't help it. Yeah. So, um, one of my favorite players ever, top two is Kevin Durant. Yeah. I think he's the best offense top three offensive player in the history of the game.
0: Offensively skilled, absolutely
1: right. I think he's top three in the league right now. I mean, he's injured. Right now.
0: He's injured. Doesn't he's mind. not in the league right now. He's Come injured. on, don't give me that.
1: <laughs> I'm just giving you a technicality. Um, um, I think he's yes. one of the best players ever. You could argue him for his position over others.
0: I think he's definitely a top 20 player of right. all time.
1: Had great success. Had, had success in OKC. Had And had a lot more success at the Warriors. Yeah. And has now moved to Brooklyn with Kyrie Irving. Oh boy, two shitheads on the same team, huh? KD on the court is an unstoppable monster, but off the court is a dingus. Oh, he's the like the the dingus of all dingus. No, he's second. He's vice dingus. I wanna know who
0: <laughs> president dingus is? <laughs> Kyrie Irving! Kyrie motherfucking <laughs> Irving. God damn, that boy is a dingus. And
1: we had thoughts when this when these signings came through, like they've got two incredibly strong top 5 top 10 at their position. Yeah. But what the fuck is their locker room going to be?
0: Horrible because because
1: that last
0: last season, Brooklyn had a very 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 good chemistry based team. They mm-hmm. ran a good system. Dealer was their guy but he wasn't so ball dominant where LeVert couldn't go off, Dinwiddie couldn't go off. Like mm-hmm. they would. They everyone could go off. Mm-hmm. their given night. And it just it was so fun to see Thinking back to their, the days they got Paul Pierce, KG, Andre Karolinko, Joe Johnson, it was a disaster. Yeah. And they managed to re- rebuild this quicker than quick, the Knicks. So quick. Quicker than the
1: Knicks. And it was just so I Forget the name of their GM, like the, the manager of basketball operations. It's the Kiwi guy. And he's so- Isn't it Tillman? Fucking God. No, no, it's some Kiwi guy. Okay. I thought it was Tillman.
0: I may have because I know that. there was drama between Tillman and Morrie because Tillman's from China, I believe. And he's very pro-China.
1: I know there's some Kiwi guy who's me. I'm pretty sure he should say that, in higher-ups of Brooklyn who Maybe. helped me. Okay. He, I, props to him. Whoever- They yeah, traded I mean, away their future for a now that didn't work. Like, the guys which players, were so far They traded their, their future for th- players from three years ago. Yeah. At the time. Yeah. Um, and it didn't work, but they've just drafted well, traded well. Yeah. They've
0: just done everything well. Like the right. minuscule things, they've, they've just done. Just a little bit, little bit, little bit, little bit, and, little adds bit, up. and it adds up. You don't need that blockbuster trade no. of that free agent signing. You just but need to be consistent. <laughs> now they did get that. Oh boy. And was this, to me, in my opinion, I never thought this would work. I don't have hopes for it. I like KD, but to me, him and Kyrie don't mix. Kyrie... Runs his mouth too much. I only just learnt last week that Kenny Atkinson was fired. That I didn't for some reason that news we missed never got that. to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. missed that last weekend.
1: What the fuck? Yeah. He's a great He's coach. a great coach. He's a great coach.
0: He was part of the reason that team worked so well. Yep. And now Kyrie Irving has the balls to come out and say, Yeah, we should hire Ty Lu. Yeah. And nothing else. Yep. What the heck? Yeah. Like this. He has demolished the team chemistry, what they stand for. Mm-hmm. Everything I've read is the team isn't very fond of, of playing with this team anymore. Because everything they've worked towards has just been to shit. Gone. DeAndre Jordan, apparently all the shit I hear is bullcrap. He'd like... I know he's a good locker room guy. But he's when a good he's locker room guy. When he's getting his minutes. When he's getting his minutes. But he's always going to side with his best buds. Yeah. It's above everything else. And his yeah. best buds, Kyrie and KD. Like,
1: it's... This is like the heat, but it's the worst case scenario. This is like... Yeah. The heat... The Miami Heat with the big three, that was the best case scenario, really. Absolutely. Everything worked. This is the worst case scenario of worst. a smaller guard, a dominant wing, and a big man. You want to know
0: why that in the Heat it worked so much? Because everyone kept their mouth shut.
1: Everyone, and everyone K- was willing to sacrifice.
0: Exactly. Like, LeBron is just LeBron. He doesn't run his mouth. He just knows his role, knows how to bring guys up, supports mm-hmm. everyone on the team. And he
1: makes everyone better.
0: Yes. Dwayne Wade is just a good dude. Yep. He doesn't ever talk shit on people. Same Chris Bosh doesn't talk. Okay? He's, he's a dinosaur. He doesn't talk. Perfect, perfect. Three guys to, to run a team in a in a very brutal
1: with a leader in LeBron. Yes, with a natural
0: leader. leader. Now we know KD can lead. We know he can. He has in OKC. We haven't seen it in a few years because of Golden State. He wasn't a leader on that team. He was more of a mercenary. But he he's
1: even at OKC. As much as he was a leader, he wasn't. He wasn't. It was even Westbrook. They were dual captains. With, yeah, yeah. And it I know. wasn't. It wasn't KD over there screaming at players.
0: At towards the end of that era, there you can read a lot about it. Westbrook you could see visibly start to take the reins of like, I'm not the best player on the team, but I can lead this. Yeah. And then and then Durant bounced, unfortunately. But he's not he's not LeBron leadership level, no. he's not Kobe leadership level, but he he has it in him to do so. There's just things he needs to work on as yep. a, as a, as a leader, not a player, as a, as leader, a leader, which yeah. is a different it's, thing. It's all
1: mental. It's all it's all, all mental. mental. It is yeah.
0: absolutely. It's how you treat yourself, how you present yourself, how you treat your players, your staff, everyone in that franchise is a lot to it. It's it's exhausting, and it's not for everyone. I Understand that. But everything has come out and said this week since uh, not this week, this year since he's been injured, it's just been atrocious, shitting on OKC, making lies. It's just very very weird. Everything said about OKC was true. No, but we, we talked about... I, I want to get into it. I, I disagree. I know. Um, but then this whole thing with Kyrie coming in... Because I, I don't know how you feel about him in Boston. I think he ruined Boston. Um, I don't think he when ruined, he ruined
1: Boston. I think...
0: You think what? Because ruin's a really good word for what he did. And he's pretty well, much ruined, ruined ruin makes
1: point. it seem like he ruined them. They're in pieces. They're not. Well, no,
0: no. They're, they're lucky that they had other pieces which stayed. Like, they... If... Can you imagine a situation? Okay, no, no, no here, here we go. Oh, yeah, the worst. Can you... Because they, they didn't get Scary Terry back because... I know, I know he wasn't ideal, but he was willing to come back on a cheaper deal, but it was just like, I've been through too much shit with this team. That is what he said. I've been through too much shit with this team. Kyrie, in parentheses, I'm out. He's not coming back. Because Kyrie fucked that team. Like, he, Kyrie is... Probably the worst personality I can recall.
1: Kyrie thinks he's a leader. Kyrie yes. thinks he's a LeBron type leader. Yes. Yet he's worse than leading, worse at leading than KD. Absolutely, it's not even close. Like Kyrie, 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 Kyrie had a weird thing where he came into Cleveland when they were rebuilding. Yes. Then got LeBron and then went for a chip. And I think I don't want to say he got spoiled, but like he got LeBron and a, like an All Star team and won a chip.
0: He got Kevin Love right? as well. Yeah. And then
1: he's like. I'm a good player. And he was, he was a great player. Great player. And man. he's like, can I do this on my own? And he needed to figure that for himself. Yes. He clearly couldn't. I don't know if he's realized that. And then KD, obviously he got spoiled tough. Oh Ooh, yeah. Fuck it. Golden State. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So they're now both coming saying, can we do this without the like picture perfect setup?" Can we do this without the silver plate?
0: Cause I, I agree hundred percent. The way you look at it, I think what Kyrie's thinking is there's something wrong. It's not me. There's something wrong. Because he came out and he was talking about Brooklyn, I think, a month ago. And it was Mm -hmm. like, yeah, we're not a good team right now or something like, cool. Admit it. That's great. Yeah, we need, like, one other piece. I don't know what's going on with the yeah, other players. Yeah, that was a couple months ago. I'm like, boy, you don't need another piece. Get your shit together. You should never say you need another piece. And this,
1: t- this year was never a championship year for them. No. This year was, let's figure out our chemistry and yes. wait till one of the best players in the world comes back. This
0: was the year for Kari to cement himself in a good team. I'm mm-hmm. like, I can do this. I'm not, I'm not my boss in days. That's in nah. the past. He's just amped it the hell up.
1: Yeah, he's like, "I'm a Dingus. I'm here to stay. <laughs> dingus time, Dingus You're time." Like... He needed to just be like, "Okay, cool guys, let I, I want to learn about you. I want to, yes. I want to come into this culture and help. I know you lost your best player, one of your favorites. Yeah. I'm not looking to be him. I'm looking to meld in and we'll make something new yes. together." But he didn't do that. One of my, I,
0: I don't have any proof, but one, one of my strongest beliefs is what makes a great lead. Kobe, LeBron for the biggest example, even even Jordan, mm-hmm. is they, I know specifically Jordan and Kobe, they come off as assholes. Yeah. Phenomenal leaders, but they come off as assholes. LeBron's more of a nice one. But I wholeheartedly believe to be a leader of any sort, you need to approach things like Popovich does, where he doesn't tell players so much, you need to be able to do this and this, this to make my scheme work. Mm-hmm. I need to understand how you work as a yes. player and adapt to that. This is the core but I understand how to utilise you. Yeah. That is, I've seen Kobe do that with Pau Gasol and, and other role yep. players. And Lamar, he got the best out of Lamar Odom. Abs- Lamar Odom was phenomenal yep. in those LA days. He was fucking
1: scary. Yep. And he we, was Draymond before Draymond sort of thing. Yeah. And we, we've seen like Koo Coach and stuff be great with, with Jordan. Yeah, fucking and, Luke Longley, Kukoc. Yeah. Like those were their best years by far.
0: Like I, I think that's what they need. And I don't think Kyrie is that.
1: No. It's just like... LeBron, LeBron brought Mario Chalmers. Yeah. To a fucking ring. And like Mario Chalmers wasn't the worst player in the league on the no. heat. He wasn't the worst guard in the league.
0: But we would not have heard about Mario Chalmers. Absolutely not. If that we would not have yet. played as well. And I, I, I've always thought about that. Whether you're, you're a player or, or, or a coach, that's something that's universal. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't matter what your leadership, uh, I guess, trait is like. Whether it's to be that dominant asshole and, and force your teammates to be better. Or if, whether it's to be more of a LeBron and embrace your teammates and... And love them a bit more, mm-hmm. you, you need to utilize their skills as best you can because that's what you've got. You yep. can't make Dwight Howard become a three-point shooter. Right. Yep. You can't make him drive to the ring because that's mm-hmm. what you need. You need to understand what he's good at and how and how he succeeds offensively and defensively. And Kyrie's not that. Kyrie will get his buckets, and like if you're not getting your own buckets or doing your role that the coaches assigned for you, you're trash. I'm not saying Kyrie's calling anyone trash, but that's what it comes off like.
1: It's, it's the impression you get.
0: Yes. And that's what the league is. The league is very much an impressionist league. Yeah. Because um, we, we can see a great player from a good player. Right now, Kyrie, talent-wise is great.
1: Talent-wise as a player,
0: five, But as a player, like, you're good. But, like, this, this whole thing with... Are Brooklyn, you worth it?
1: That's, that's what I see with Kyrie, is yes. are you worth it?
0: And I, 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 I think this is just, so far, the, the experiment's not done. If they get KD back and he's healthy and he balls out, I don't think it matters at that point. KD's KD is yeah. KD. He, he, granted, we don't think he can lead properly. It, and it's KD coming off... Uh, an Achilles, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, Achilles. Yes. Like, that's rough. Yeah. One of the worst injuries you can come back from. Yeah. So, it, there's a lot of question marks on this team, but it's... Dinwiddie has played like an All-Star mm-hmm. this year. Lavert this past few weeks, has played like an All-Star. And it, it makes me sad to think that... Once Kyrie's back from injury again, they're just going to dip again. They're going to dip again because Kyrie wants the ball. He's not willing to defer a bit because we know Kemba is. He's never been as great offensively as Kyrie. No, but
1: Kemba, you slot. He's slotting Boston like he's played there for ten years. Kemba, you can. Kemba is what we thought about Mike Conley going to Utah, where you can slot him into like any team. Yep, absolutely. Um, and obviously Kyrie is a better defensive player than Kemba. Kemba's defense isn't there. Yeah. Um, but his, his ability to fit into a scheme instantly, yep. playing on his second team ever, is really impressive. Because let's say yes. this Boston thing doesn't work out. You look back at Kemba's history, he immediately went to a new team, played really well, made a big impact. Yes.
0: And also allow Jalen Brown and Jason
1: Tatum to play at all-star levels. Yes, and that speaks so much to a GM or anyone else looking at Kemba. He makes other players better and can defer if they need the ball. Absolutely. So you you can get an all-star talent player without having to give
0: up your whole scheme and and sacrifice the growth of your younger guys. Mm -hmm. When you're getting someone like Kyrie, now you have to think about, is my team heavily chemistry-focused? Do I have to give up a lot of offensive possessions to make Kyrie happy? Do I have to keep him happy? Mm-hmm. And, and like, that's the thing now.
1: Offensively, Kyrie is unmatched in he can do everything at everything. 90 a out of 100. Level. Yes. Right? Yep. He can shoot three. He can shoot the mid. He can lay up. He can dribble. He can pass. He can create space. Offensively gifted. But the amount of other stuff you give up with your team chemistry and everything you just mentioned, it's, it weighs it differently. Yes. Um, and yeah, the experiment's not over. Um, Kyrie's out for the season. Yeah, I think he. I mean, the season's done. Season's so. done. Yeah. Well, you know, it, let's say it comes back in two months. is He might not be out the season. KD might come back in two months. Yeah. Would they make the playoffs? Yes. They, yeah, they're like I, the they're eighth, all... seventh, or eighth seed right now. I can't see them not making it. Right? Especially if they got those two back.
0: Yeah, and, and um, if, if, even if they don't, if, if Dinwiddie and Lavert continue playing like this, they'll be fine. Because <laughs> that's back to their old Brooklyn days.
1: But uh, this Boston. It's weird. Brooklyn. Something we, Brooklyn, Brooklyn. This Brooklyn experiment is weird. It's something we're gonna to have to touch on as stuff happens. We haven't yet because there's been so much other stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's but why I'm glad we're actually sitting down and talking about this now while we can. While we can, because it's something like like you said. We talk about this a lot off the podcast. It's very concerning and sad.
1: We should definitely. I just realized we've never gone through like a favorite players per position or anything. Oh, we never do that. We yeah. never. Did, we'll do that during this mini off season. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, we've never talked about it as the reason why our logo is. The four players that it is.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Because I specifically chose that because I know your two yeah. favorite and my two favorite. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. yours
1: is Kobe AI and, and mine is yeah. Mellow and KD. Yeah, just offensive powerhouses. <laughs> <All> of <them>. <laughs> <laughs> there is one defensive player there. <laughs> Ooh, I mean, who's that? Kobe. 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 Yeah. I no mean, fuck else. KD, to be, to be no, bad. KD's defense in at the Warriors is, been, elite? is elite. Is Yeah. yeah like, he's, he became a rim protector, but he's not a defensive player of the year. Well, be All like, NBA. All NBA defense. Team. Yeah. Yeah. Melo, obviously not. And AI, obviously, obviously not.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, okay, I get, I get what you mean. I was just like, I thought you forgot about KD is his elite no, no, defense. No, no, I, like, I, oh no.
1: He changed so much going from OKC to Warriors. And OKC, obviously, he was an offensive powerhouse that ISO'd a lot, and he had to because he was the main focal point. Yes. In the Warriors, obviously, he shared a lot. His passing got a little bit better. Yep. Maybe he got a plus two or three to passing. Yeah. Um, no, I'm going to say he got a plus five. He got a, a bit better at passing the, because was there was a, a lot passer. of cuts yeah. coming off from Stefan but He was never a great passer. But he was playing the five a lot yeah. in um, Golden State, so he had to protect the rim. Yeah. And he became a consistent rim protector.
0: He was, I remember early on in, in those me. seasons, he was one of the front runners for Defensive Player of the Year in those Golden State years. Because he was just such a good freaking basket Defender
1: Yeah And which he never was I don't want to say he never was An OKC But he never That was never his role they never always, always had def- They always had Stephen Adams Or they had um, It was more He could Kanapis. defer to
0: someone else Yeah For that to Kendrick Perkins Yeah just, Kanapis, To yeah. whoever um, This time it was like He knows he can win a chip yeah. This is his chance Of like I will do it Yeah I'm going to do it And I think PJ's the same way It was like I'm 6'5", but I'm going to do it. Yeah, I'm going to do it. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I'm doing it. Yeah, and I love that attitude. Yeah. Um. The the thing, t- touching back on it, and just quickly with, with KD and, and Brooklyn, was I, I think another reason why I don't see him working as a leader is because he tried to be a leader in OKC, it didn't work out, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. He was not a leader in Golden State. He mm-hmm. was a mercenary. Like, mm-hmm. So that's the best way to put it, in my opinion. He came there, he got buckets, he defended. Chipped and dipped. And then... <laughs> Clay and Steph would do their thing. And, like, it's a win. It's a wrap. It's done. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's three, four years of that. I just don't think you can just turn it on like that. He's going to he's gonna have that same mentality of, like, I'm the best player in the world. Yeah. I can drop 40. He hasn't you. had
1: that learning experience to become a leader.
0: Yeah. And I, that's, I was hoping Kyrie would have that. Because I want Kyrie to be great. I, I love these, these undersized guards which can dribble the hell out of the ball. Yeah. But instead of going up, he
1: just just kind of plummeted, plummeted, because, plummeted purely because of his personality. So, One thing is Brooklyn to me... feels like the Heat is what Brooklyn... Like they swapped. Like Brooklyn was supposed to be yep. pretty good with like a new addition and some young guys yep. and the Heat weren't supposed to be as good as they were. I agree because the Heat were...
0: Last year they didn't have... We didn't think they had this... Chemistry, great chemistry team. It was n- the Heat like last this. year. In this team looks so different, so different. Like and you, they are. I look it? at them and they're not too different. They like they do I have some rookies. I would say they are, but like the coaching staff, like none of the front office has changed. They've no, still got the a lot of the the vets. Well, think about
1: the Heat this year. When I think of the Heat this year, I think Bam, who's still there. Yes, Jimmy wasn't there. Wasn't there. Tyler Hero wasn't there. Duncan Robinson wasn't there. And Kendrick Nunn. and Kendrick Nun wasn't there.
0: But it, it's there the reason I say they don't look too different is because they're not they're not like getting KD and Kyrie. They're not. They didn't change to everything. They're getting ten to fifteen points a game. It's small things where it's like you look at it it's like they still look like the heat that I've seen for the past five years. Mm-hmm. But fuck, they're not. They're just so different. Mm-hmm. And I, I that that's the way I see it is that they're not this polar opposite. They got Jimmy Butler who isn't categorized as a superstar. I think he is. I think he is. But I think
1: this especially proves that he makes everyone around him better yep. and he's a leader.
0: Yeah. But do you remember before, this, like he signed that max deal and was like, he's not worth the max deal.
1: We were joking about that. Like he's, why the fuck is he going yeah. to Miami? He proved me wrong.
0: He proved, proved wrong. us wrong. Everyone. He made us
1: look so dumb and I love it. Yeah. I'm so happy to be proved wrong. Yes.
0: That, that's what I want. Like if, if KD can become this phenomenal force and an absolute phenomenal leader, I'm all for it. Like prove me wrong if I doubt you. Absolutely, um, mm. that, I, I agree because Brooklyn last year, where this looked like this solid chemistry built team, and that's exactly what Miami are now, and yep. Brooklyn are having chemistry issues yep. with their new additions.
1: I want to get onto Jimmy Butler in a sec because some stuff came out during the week, but I would love to see Jimmy Butler and Kyrie on the same team.
0: And Kyrie, yeah. That's not going to go well, dude. It would implode. It's not. Like, we saw what happened in Minnesota and <laughs> yep, Jimmy. Yeah, I want it. Oh, no. Someone's going to throw Did we go this. and whip him? <laughs> but- <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, Jimmy Butler went on JJ Reddick's podcast this week. Okay. Um, while we're on the heat, I thought we'd talk about this. Yes. yeah. Um, and you didn't get a chance to see it because I forgot to link it to you. It's been a busy week. Yeah, sorry. I... Um, JJ, JJ Redick and Jimmy. We're talking about a bunch of stuff, a lot of basketball stuff. How he's in Miami, what he thinks of his young guys over there. Okay. He just spoke about Tyler Hero so fondly. Really? Okay. Nonstop. He's like, he's a bulldog. He's just like, he's there with me at like three in the morning. He's yeah. out grinding. He's a black dude with white skin. <laughs> he's saying he's like, he's got hood tendencies. Like he's the whitest, he's yeah. the blackest white dude he's ever seen. Um, but he's talking about Philly. Yep. Yeah. And Ooh. some of why it didn't work out. Ooh, give me the deeds So I don't remember all of it. And it, you can go watch. There's an excerpt on The Ringer because JJ, pod, JJ Reddick does his pod through The Ringer now. Yeah. They promote it. Um, there was an excerpt talking about Jimmy talking about Philly and how it was like not long after he got there before the Tobias Harris trade. So it's a couple of weeks. It was JJ Reddick, Jimmy Butler, Ben Simmons, and JoJo, Joel Embiid yeah. went into the film room with some staff and they went through some footage they would do it pause it everyone would look at it and no one would say anything they'd go on to the next one and they would pause it at certain points right they didn't say they weren't saying anything they weren't saying how they would fix it and Jimmy Butler had only been there like two weeks and he's like I only really just got here they already think I'm an asshole so I'm not going to say anything yeah he was just going to see how the team runs see how the team flows so they went into the film room the four of those guys and some staff they would pause it at certain points but no one was saying anything that's weird and when I think about that, I think, well, what could they, what's so obvious that they could be pausing it on the film and not saying anything? Yeah. Ben Simmons spacing <laughs> from three. A- he didn't say, he doesn't say that. That's just my speculation. Yeah. That but, makes sense. So Jimmy's been there a couple of weeks and afterwards he goes to JJ and he's like, why the fuck did we just do that? We just spent an hour in the film room where no one said anything. Yeah. about how to fix these issues and improve. Why would I? Like, that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't
0: make any sense at all.
1: Um, He goes on to... Uh, Jimmy talks about how he had, like... He had a professional relationship with Brett, but they weren't friends. Uh-huh. They didn't like each other. Yeah. Um, JJ Reddick says he's, like, close with Brett Brown, but him and Jimmy did not get along at all. Yeah. Um, there was a bunch of stuff. Jimmy in the front office didn't get along. Yeah. Um... That's, that's a bit worrying. It's real interesting. Hear. I'd recommend if you're interested at all in Philly from last season or Jimmy Butler, go. I've I've gone and listened to a JJ Reddick's whole podcast. I think it's really interesting. Um, Jimmy talks about work ethic and a lot, but that specific excerpt, you can find it on The Ringer. Really interesting. Can We're I, probably going to watch it after this, to be honest. Yeah,
0: I'm, I'm very intrigued by it. Um, if, if I can, I do have some questions because obviously I didn't get mm-hmm. to watch it, um, but I'm, I'm super intrigued. Um, with... With the issues with, with Brett Brown and the front office... Because we didn't hear about anything. We no. just assumed he didn't want to be there. We mm-hmm. assumed he was a perfect fit for Philly. Mm-hmm. Which obviously is now not the case. Yeah. Um, did he say anything which glared out as like... Okay, maybe it's a potential issue for for future front offices?
1: No. Or was um, it just like,
0: was there obviously something wrong where it's like, this just, because the film room thing is like, that's not right.
1: That's not right. It seemed like more, it wasn't a good fit. Cause he was saying how, um, for a lot of the year they were running Ben as the only ball handler. Yeah. And Jimmy towards, after he got there, he was like, maybe we should start running a play or two where I've got the ball. Yeah. And like, I can run the pick and roll or I yeah. can run something. And Ben's like, no, not doing it. Oof. That's um, how Ben comes off to me. No, no, sorry. Uh, Brett, Brown. Brett, oh, Brett Brown. Brett Brown. Brett Brown was okay. like, no, no, no. That's that's how we do things. We do it the same way every time. That's he weird. wasn't willing yeah. to make like little changes. Okay. And Jimmy was like, okay, you're yeah, all right. But then came to the playoff time, and they're like, okay, Jimmy's the ball handler. Out of okay. nowhere. Out of nowhere. Oh, geez. When they did the whole season, has Ben the ball handler. And if you go back and watch it, watch like... I was watching some highlights from Philly throughout the season, and yeah, the moment he got to the playoffs, Jimmy became the primary ball I handler. I want to
0: touch on that because... Philly playoff basketball last year was fucking good. Yep. It was great. And you know why it was great? Because Jimmy had the fucking ball. Fourth quarter Jimmy was real. Yep. He went toe to toe with Kawhi. The heat
1: in the fourth quarter and in OT
0: are fucking real. Yes. Jimmy is a ball handler, but for the team. Not for himself, he's for the team. Like after Philly fourth quarter, I'm like, understand he's got issues. He's not perfect for every team. Mm-hmm. Brett Brown coming out and say we run this, we run things this way. It's the it's a perfect contradiction to what I said before. Players need, uh, coaches need to utilize players properly, and and for a player to come out at Jimmy's caliber to say, how about we just we I, I like this scheme what mm-hmm. you're running to mix it up. So because we know there's obvious spacing issues with Ben Simmons and how limited he is offensively, mm-hmm. especially last year. Mm-hmm. How about we mix it up because you've seen what I can do in, in Minnesota. You can see what I can do in Chicago. Brought them to the, the fucking playoffs. Mm-hmm. Let Mix it up. One or two possessions. Let's get it going. Let's get me in rhythm. He's mm-hmm. just traded for me. Let's get me in rhythm. Yeah. For Brett Brown, to just go no has kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. Right. Because I defend Brett Brown. Mm-hmm. I think he's a, he's a good coach. He's a good defensive coach. Yes. Um, and he's got great defensive pieces. But the, my, my argument with Brett Brown is there's no better coach on the market right now. Now
1: there is. Who's who's on K.A. Oh, yeah. Fucking I've already forgotten, again, because I still think it's with Brooklyn. We don't know what he does with, like, multiple all-star level talents, but he's available now. And honestly, at the end of this season, there might be a bunch of coaching seats open.
0: There might be, I think, because things aren't working for a lot of times.
1: We'll get back to that, fingers crossed, maybe. But, yeah. Maybe, yeah. This this Philly situation is interesting. We'll probably watch it after the pod. That's real interesting. He talked about how, like... Um, when he came into league, he came in with MVP Derek Rose, Carlos Boozer, yeah, love Dang, yeah. this bunch of really good vets, um, and how like Tibbs didn't play him at the start, and he always jokes with Tibbs now, like, look at me, I'm an all star, one of the best players <laughs> in the world, and he didn't play me, you didn't fucking play me, Tibbs, um, and how Tibbs helped him, Tibbs and Mark Wahlberg helped him get his work ethic. Mark, I always hear Mark Him and Mark, him and Mark Are like real good buds right Yeah They've been yeah. close friends For ages Since Chicago yeah. Mark Wahlberg works, Gets up every morning At 2 or 3am And goes to work Yeah I've seen him Right And yeah, he's in bed For like 7 o'clock So Jimmy's like Jimmy's super inspired By that So he yeah. starts He goes to the Practice facility At like 3 in the morning
0: Yeah yeah. Which I'm like I'm iffy on that I'm because all about it I, I've had, heard a lot of players Come out against Jimmy And like I appreciate his work ethic but you need to really get sleep in order. And I understand Jimmy goes to bed better early, but like that's just too early at that point. Like even Kobe wasn't that fucking weird. I think it's fine. I think it no I until think, he's proved wrong. He's only he's only he's, got himself. Yeah, when has he got injured? Which is the best thing because like w- what I wanted to touch on was he was joking about Thibs not running him. He has more minutes than like anyone besides anyone. LeBron. This is more like of that, his rookie days. This but yeah. boy was being run. Honestly, fucking ground. Un-
1: until Jimmy is proven wrong, why don't do it? There's a way because like... He hasn't proven himself right though either. He's 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 an all-star. No, he, he, he right is okay. It. But he's, he's
0: like, I know Hero is following suit, but Hero is good. He's not mm-hmm. great yet. But like, I've, I've seen more players that are great come out against it. Okay. And I've seen great players defend it. I'm not saying it's a bad decision. Yeah, yeah. It's just, I don't want too many players to think it's to, okay to get up at am blindly follow it. 3am. Yeah, yeah. Because it's s- got to be
1: right for that person. Yes,
0: yeah, sleep is the most important thing when, you, when you're doing anything to mm. do with your health. You can't abandon it. That's, that's all I'm preaching. Don't think it's okay to get up at 3am and go to bed at like fucking midnight. No, you no, Jimmy goes to bed I at I I know, I know. I know like, that forget, other like, yeah, yeah, You have to compensate Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to... Pick up that sleep. Like, day, I I'm not going to bed at
1: 7pm. No. Are, are
0: you kidding me? It's still daylight. Like, no. um,
1: I want to touch on Jon Jones. Okay. The UFC monster, an MMA, Yes, in my eyes, best ever Jon Jones. I, I'm familiar with him, yeah. Right. He essentially is undefeated. His only loss was from a DQ. Okay. When he accidentally got himself disqualified. Yeah. I think he's the most dominant fighter ever. Okay. I think he is the absolute best ever. He's the scariest man on the fucking planet. But when he was, and there was a time where he, he was a young guy, he came up and he beat legend. He beat a legend. He beat a top guy, he beat a top guy, top guy, better. and in that time, he was a party animal. The night before fights, he would go out, take, take pills, yeah. fucking fuck a bunch of hookers, <laughs> get an hour sleep, and then go fight the next day. Yeah. But that's what made him so good. That's... That's very rare that that happens. I agree with
0: you. It's certain people thrive off certain things. It's
1: like that they they thrive off that chaos.
0: Because I, I don't... I, I know I'm, I'm saying like, don't follow Jimmy yeah. blindly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm also like, don't take what anyone says uh, as, as the law. Yeah, like if absolutely. someone's telling you, go to bed at this hour, wake up at this hour, have this in the morning, do this in the morning... Don't do that. Yeah. Do what works best for you. Yeah, and you're it's the body. same thing. Similar with shooting mechanics. You do need to tweak certain things, but if you're making shots, you're making shots. Yeah, and like if 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 John Jones is getting one hour sleep, he's he's getting fucking loaded the night before, and that gets him prepared for the next fight, and he wins. You cannot tell him. You can't not tell, tell it. him. No, exactly. You can't exactly. And that that's just, it's just it's the way it is. The same thing with it's. I compare that to the James Harden thing in, in terms of play style. I don't like it but he gets buckets. And like if he wants to get, get points off free throws and fouls, so be it. Yeah. He's getting buckets. Like on paper, there's still points. It's efficiency. Yeah. And it, I think that's just a, a, a really good analogy of like, every player is unique mm-hmm. and needs to do their own thing. I like how Tyler Hero is thriving off of this. He's playing very well. Um, hopefully. I don't,
1: I don't think he's going to follow Jimmy to that fanatical level. I think he's trying to copy his work of how hard he works, but not the times.
0: That's that. That's what I think it is. I, I think he's a gym, right? Hero, want, he, he knows he's a rook. He wants to come in, win over the vets. That's the best thing to do is win over the vets that are there yeah. to stay. His, Jimmy's there for five years, man. Yeah. So Hero has the best idea is get on Jimmy's side. Jimmy loves him. Everything's working. They're a top scene in the East. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just working very well. So do what works for you mm-hmm. um, without sacrificing common sense.
1: Yep. Jim, what... <laughs> Uh, John Jones does Doesn't make sense to me Absolutely not He goes out And takes hard drugs And then the next day Chokes a guy outstanding It's fucking wild I don't get it I really don't get it And every time I see John Jones fight I'm thinking What did he do the night before (laughs) And you compare that To his opponent Who's been sitting in a sauna For three hours Who hasn't had any water Or anything He's just Just trying to be clean Lean Gets in the arena Meditating then John Jones rocks up and just, bing bang boom, it's done. And doesn't care. <laughs> yeah, that's that's so interesting because I didn't know that. Right? He's he, he was, he's he's big party animal. I don't know what he's like now because I've fallen out of MMA a little bit. Yeah. But for years and years he was like very obviously a party animal. Everyone knew it, but he was the best fighter in the world. So you can't tell him not to. You can't tell him not to. You can't say what he 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 was going up against uh, Shogun Mauricio Shogun Ruiz, who was a, who's a legend. For a bunch of Japan uh jitsu specialist. Legend. Like, so much respect anyone in MMA has for this guy. Bell rings. He runs out and does a giant f- jumping fly kick. Yep. Like fucking karate kid right at him. Yep. And then just swings for the fences. He just didn't give a shit. Jesus. It's this like, fuck you. I'm going to party. I'm going to do what I need to do. Fuck you. I'm a villain. I'm the villain. Fuck you. Yeah, that's, I love that role. Right? That's I love John that Jones. And that's possibly Jimmy Butler.
0: That's, that's what I love is, is I, I'm not familiar with the, the MMA. I haven't watched it in years and years and years, but for someone to come out like pop pills has sex with, with all the hookers gets an hour of sleep the night before a fight. If he was to come out and say like, and, and preach all this positive stuff, like this doesn't feel right. But the fact that he embraced like not giving a shit and just owning it and like I can be anyone and, yeah. and does, I love
1: it. Well, it's, it's like, oh I love Brock Lesnar, right? Yeah. He's done any everything in the world athletically. Yeah. Right? He was NCAA collegiate wrestling champion. Went on to do professional wrestling, was joined the Minnesota Vikings, then went to MMA, did everything. He won a fight. He won a big fight. He says, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a beer of Budweiser. They won't pay me nothing to say, but I'm still gonna drink Budweiser. <laughs> then I'm gonna climb on top of my wife tonight. He said that in the mic after a fight. Yeah. I love that I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm the best in the world. I'm going to say and do what I want. I, I love, love that it. stuff. Love and it.
0: It, that's those fights. I, I think out of every single sport, that's the most adrenaline pumping sport by yeah. far. And shit's just going to happen. Yeah. And I think it, it's best to let them. I'm glad the league does just let them be themselves mm-hmm. for the most part. So it's it's cool to see. It's cool. Um, but we I don't want
1: this to turn to the MMA podcast. We'll leave it at that. But, but I think that was it, a good It analogy fit in pretty well. Into,
0: yeah, no, it did. I, I like that. Um, I'm not sure if, if you wanted to because we're a bit stressed for time. But did you want to touch on Lonzo Ball because you
1: did mention him? <sighs> He's our boy. We He's both boy. love yep. Lonzo. He's having his best year yet. I don't want to. I just want to touch on uh, real quickly. He's Shooting better. He came into the world with a. He came into the world. <laughs> came into the league <laughs> with a weird shot where it looked like Straight his, his the right way. forearm was covering his kind of like um,
0: kind of like uh, Michael
1: Kidd-Gilchrist. Yeah. Like um, and thing. like every year, he made tweaks to it. This is his best shooting performance ever. Yep. He looks so much more comfortable. Yes. He looks like... He has so many oop opportunities with this team. He'll just yeah. run in, kick it out. Like, I'm so very,
0: impressed with him. So, so impressed. There are still things he needs to work on. Mm-hmm. My main gripe, he's still good defensively. Mm-hmm. He He's a much better shooter. Shooting very, very good percentages for him. Um, his passing is still top tier. He's doing so many things right. My only gripe... It seems he he never got it together. When he drives for a basket, 90% of the time, he's wanting to kick it out.
1: Yes. Still. It's like every time he drives, he's looking. Yes. He's act, his first idea is to kick it
0: out. Because he was very easy to counter throughout every year so far when he drives because the, the defensive coach knows he's not looking to lay it up he's or looking. do a floater. He's looking to pass it out. Block those lanes, you get you get the interception. Yep. That's the only grip I still have with him. Is he? He never looks to finish at the basket. Mm-hmm. I know he's been driving a bit more on those open lanes and finishing. But when he initiates the offense and drives, he still does kick it out. Yep. I I would like to see him still hold that as a threat because he's phenomenal at it. But it's not going to be useful come playoff time. No. If the defensive coach knows the to schemes, block those lanes, schemes
1: are aware. Yes. Yeah. That's
0: that's the only thing. If if he can, I think that's just a confidence thing. Yep. Um. As soon as he can realize that hey, I can do this because I've, I've got my shot together. I've, I've got my all-around game better because he has. As soon as he can realize that and, and knock down those layups, which should be easy, theoretically, mm-hmm. he'll be f- phenomenal.
1: That's one of my two gripes. My other one is I never see him get angry.
0: Yeah. Okay. He looks so relaxed. We've touched on this. I've, I've said this about D'Lo. I don't think D'Lo... D-Lo. Yes, you've. It's been a while since we've talked about this. Off the okay. this before we started the podcast. Okay, I wasn't. I like Delo mm-hmm. We drafted him. I, mm-hmm. I I wanted to keep him despite all the the immature stuff. He's mm-hmm. matured a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but my my issue with Delo is if he's your go to guy, which offensively he can be. He's a phenomenal passer, phenomenal scorer. He can stretch the floor. He can kind of do everything except defense. Mm-hmm. I want to see him not be Westbrook. But show some passion, get in his face a bit. I know he's got the ice in the veins thing. That's cool. That's funny. But I want to see him at times like this. Is what I'm here for. I'm here to win. Yep. I'm not here to fuck around and play Fortnite. That's what I want. It's not going to happen in Minnesota. No, because that's Fortnite do. town. That's Fortnite town, man. That's what it is. Yeah. But that—that's my issue with Delo. But you, when we initially talked about it, you're like, not every player has to look at Tim Duncan. He yeah, didn't have to. So why does Lonzo have to do that? Because that contradicts what you used to tell me.
1: That's true. Honestly, I forgot. I brought up that Tim Duncan bit. Because yeah. when I think of players never looking like they care, I think of Cat. And how Cat yes. annoys me because he doesn't look like he ever has any drive. Yeah. Um, and obviously he does. He's an NBA player. Right? He's obviously worked hard for he's, it. Yeah. But it just something that I get across from me. Is like, not every player needs that kill, I'm going to step in your throat mentality. Yeah. Maybe Lonzo is never, maybe he's just never going to have that. Maybe that's on me to realize that. I think...
0: Something, like, I agree with to a degree. Now, I I don't think Lonzo needs to step on anyone's throat. I don't think he needs to be overly aggressive verbally. Um, But I do want him to talk more. Because something he's always said, because, like, I I wanted to keep him in LA. I, I really like Lonzo. Um, he come out and says like, I'm just a very quiet guy. I never really talk much. He did talk a, a lot back in his UCLA days, mm-hmm. but coming into league as a rookie is not so much. And he wanted to, he wanted to be the opposite of his dad who was nothing but loud. Yeah. And I understand that. But being in the league and, and being a point guard specifically, and you he can run everything, he needs to talk more. So I don't think he needs to be aggressive verbally as much. But he, I, I watch a lot of these games in LA and in, in, in New Orleans now. He doesn't. He talks a bit more. Not enough.
1: I feel like he's a smart player, especially, and he needs to control the defense. Control, control. Yes. He's, he's the chess master. He needs yes. to, you there, you there, you there. And he doesn't have to be angry about it, but he needs to get vocalized moving. Yes. Because he's now, I don't is. want to say he's a vet, but like, he's Zion's looking to him. He's, yes. He's, he's, he's catching. As, if I'm Zion and say, like, I'm catching your lobs, I'm the rookie. Tell me where to be on offense, you're, my, you you're my playmaker, you're my point guard. Tell me what to do.
0: That's, ex- that's exactly it. Because Drew Holiday is more of a two. Yeah. He, he, he does run the offense at the moment because Lonzo still is very new. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's not familiar with Alvin Gentry. Mm-hmm. But at some point, Lonzo's is going to be that guy as he should be. Yep. And I, I love how he can do everything. But you need to not only communicate, but, but share your knowledge with your team. You need to understand your teammates' tendencies, which I think he does for the most part, which is why I understand wants to kick it out. Mm-hmm. He knows where players are. Um, he just, he's doing everything right. He just needs to, A, be a bit more confident with his under the basket shots. Mm-hmm. Then that's his offense sorted. And then B, just be that vocal leader. Don't be Westbrook. Don't no. be Pat Beth. No. But just let your teammates know what you need done a bit more. Make it a bit more obvious. I know he, he does it to a degree. He's getting a bit better he with be it. can
1: be Jason Kidd. He can be Tony Parker. He yeah. can be these guys that will... will lead and run an offense without getting angry without getting your face that's exactly straight.
0: it he needs to be Jason Kidd or Tony Parker yeah. um, verbally that's exactly what he needs so as soon as he gets those two things down like I really don't have an issue with anything else mm-hmm. I yeah. really don't
1: I'm um, so worried he's gonna get a passport and leave Boy Island I know the moment he becomes players. I don't want to say it's the moment he becomes an all-star because you can be a boy and not be an all-star Well, because I think last year Rudy Gobert was too good like Chris Middleton
0: last year he was an all star? I still think he was a boy. Yeah. It's it's a boy by boy
1: basis. We've got to discuss but it. like Rudy Gobert, this is his first year being an all star, but last year I would say too good. Too that's a part of the year. Yeah. Like you it, can't that's one yeah. of the criteria. It doesn't automatically make or break. But it's like Ingram the- has taken a leap. Yeah. And even if he didn't make all star this yeah, that's like the breaking point. Same with Tatum. Yeah. But yeah, it's yeah, not no. always. I, I
0: think I think Uh, we won't talk about it too much but but just quickly before we wrap it up I think with with Tatum and Ingram getting the all-star votes that cemented it cemented it it. yeah 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 yeah. that's all it is Um, that's about it that's about it
1: it's been an interesting 57 minutes it's been an interesting week Um, if we're not quarantined we'll see you next (laughs) week Um, I'm Tyler (laughs) if you want to find me I'm at Option 9 on Insta Uh, I'm Josh, J-O-S-H-F-L-A-V-E-L on our show. And thank you very much for
0: listening. Stay safe. Hey, we'll see you guys next week.